What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalkInc.com. I am your host, David. I am joined with today, Leo. Oh, I thought I was so lucky, Leo. <laughs> lucky Leo, yes. You are. I think of the boardwalk down the shore when I hear Lucky yes! Leo. Right? Is that yes, Seaside? Absolutely. Seaside Heights? Actually, yep, Seaside yep. Heights. I always think Lucky Leo. Brian is back again. Rocking my Real Chronicles t-shirt found on uh, tpublic.com. Cheap plug. And (laughs) Jenny is back for the second week in a row. I'm back. I'm currently eating my unfrosted Pop-Tart. That means that she probably won't be back for another two or three months after this week. No, I don't know. What's next week's episode? I don't know, actually. All right. Well, we'll have to find out. Jenny, while while you're recording the episode, I'm guessing like your your trees are fermenting or something. Like this is like you got time to kill before you got to sell stuff on uh, on um, Animal Crossing. So Animal Crossing for anyone that's been listening, and I think we've talked about it before. I've been really into Animal Crossing. Um, I'm a billionaire. I've been playing the stock market. Um, <laughs> so I've been s- buying and selling turnips on all week. Web. So I buy low and I sell high, and I've been able to get a couple. Uh, million from it and then i'm able to like create my town and do a lot more so right now this morning i actually did buy some more turnips four hundred thousand bells worth and uh yeah later this week i'll sell them and continue and actually for anyone that does follow me on instagram or maybe i'll share it on the real talk being that it is opportune it's very uh coincides with our sequel discussion later i created a little outside drive-in movie theater using um, these throwback car beds and a projector screen and i created these small simple panels it with the dedication to one of my favorite sequels awesome i've yeah, been buying so real clever. stocks on the real <laughs> stock market on the real stock market over these past few months and i must say that i have actually profited well i cannot imagine the day that i thought that i would own disney but thanks to the drop <laughs> But Think. tell the listeners how many Disney stocks you own. One. One. One, baby. That's all I that's need enough. to say I own that's Disney. <laughs> yep, I, I own two. And like, as long as you get the letter that says you're a shareholder, that's all exactly. you care about. I actually <laughs> I bought Disney stock at $80 in April just because I knew everything was going to eventually settle itself in. And I've already made $40. $40 on $45 on Disney and I now own 35 shares of Funko because Funko stock dropped to $2 and then (laughs) coinciding with our film podcast I now own 15 shares of AMC theaters and I I bought AMC theater stock at $1.75 though uh, AMC theaters hopefully and that kicks that takes us to our first news item of the day AMC has substantial doubt it can remain in business, so I better get rid of those stocks real quick. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so it's pretty much they had a a 
an announcement earlier this week stating, you know, we don't know if there's a chance we're going to be able to remain in business. I personally think they're going to file for bankruptcy and they're going to close a lot of AMC theaters and there's going to be a handful. I don't I don't particularly think that the biggest theater chain in the entire world is going to just shut down every single theater. But I do expect, especially in the New York area. And there's so many in the New York area, there's going to be a substantial drop off in the next well, few months. Are there really so many? I mean, yes, New York, there is. Manhattan has a bunch, but they're not all closely close here's, together. Here's an example. We New live, Jersey has we li- less. We live in New Jersey to say that's what my example of that there's so many in New York. We live in New Jersey and we have one in Clifton, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. The next closest one is about 25 minutes away. Paramus. Paramus. Then after that, you have another one in Richfield Park, which that's another 25 minutes from from Paramus. Right. In New York, there's one five-minute walk from each other. 34th Street, 42nd okay. Street. 34th and 42nd Then, yes, But not 67th Street. Then you have 67th Street. That's and not then a five-minute Le- walk. Hold on. And then Leo <laughs> and I went to one on 20-something Street. That was the one on 3rd Avenue? Yes. Right? The fact of the matter is, there's a lot of AMC's in New York, and I just honestly think there's going to be a lot less in the next, by the end of the year. Well, the rent is so much higher in New York, so I know that that's probably where, because I'm sure they're still paying rent. I'm sure they're also still trying to fight it with, like, a lot of other businesses, right? Like, they haven't been open, so they're, like, you know, having a hard time paying rent. And the latest... that There's, like, an opportunity for, like, Google or Amazon to swoop in and, like, try to, like, make some money off of this where, like, they can, like, try to buy out a portion of AMC there was and, like, re- help themselves out. The reason... It's funny you mentioned that. The reason that I bought AMC stock was because an article was released the day I bought my shares that Amazon was in talk. Amazon or Google were in talk to buy AMC. So... That's smart. I mean, it would be smart for them. I think it would fare better with Amazon just because they have that the Amazon Studios push. Yeah, a lot I think more. Amazon works too because they can play their Oscar Oscar uh films of the year at AMC's. I mean, they already do, but it'll be a nice little partnership that they if they do that. I hope for us here in Jersey, they don't close too many, especially Rye, you where you live, you don't have that many AMC's, right? We have a decent amount. What would you say, babe? Uh, when it comes to AMC's, we have the one right in town, we have one that's 15 minutes, and then another one that's about 20 minutes away. AMC's, we have a good amount in our area. That's good. I mean, yeah. we have three. I see the ones that well, have My it. question is... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Ryan. Is what about the specialty ones? Like, what does that mean? Like, the uh, dining ones. The dining ones, yeah. like Dining or dining. The, uh, like, the IMAX and all those. Uh, the IMAX are the ones that I think are safe. The ones that have, that's why if, if New York closes, niche, right? every single New York one has an IMAX screen uh, in the 34th Street to 68th Street area. But the biggest one in the country is on 68th Street. So that one I think is safe. That I, I don't think that AMC closes if they start closing different the ones. The diamonds would be interesting to see. Um, I don't if, think they make that much money, to be honest with it you. Depend, I guess they're it expensive. depends on the area, but they're expensive. Yeah, like, isn't there one that we went to? Rockaway. What was the one that we, no, the one that we just went to that we were like, what, it's in like a really ritzy mall. I can't remember, was that but the, it was expensive. Riverside Square Mall? Sure, but it was expensive. Yeah, it was really expensive, and it was pretty dead in there, actually, for the day that. For we the went to see Endgame. We that was the second time we saw Endgame, and it was actually 
Yeah. Not that packed. And actually, for a dine-in, I love Alamo Draft House. The best. I feel me. like the food is a lot fresher, too. But, um, yeah, it'll in be business. interesting. I'd be sad to see my membership go, only because it's such a good deal. And oh. we had Movie Pass for so long, and we got used to it. And then AMC came in and, and competing. And it's just so easy to have the membership and get your tickets online and all that. So I would really miss that if they go bankrupt and then no one else. And then if they go bankrupt, no one else, there's less competition. So they don't, no one else owes us a membership. So they're just going to go back to charging the same amount where you have to buy tickets and agreed. Freehand. Well, you will see what happens with that. The next bit of item and the last bit of item for today is the news that Evan Peters will be in WandaVision. Yeah. I think, I think we're getting, we're getting ready, fellas. And what is that? Lady. Evan Peters? He plays yeah. Quicksilver. Yeah, like, I know, but what's long division? I didn't say long division. You didn't say long division? I did not say that long division. That is totally what I heard. That's what I heard too. <laughs> Wait, really? I didn't hear yeah. long division at all. Oh, WandaVision. 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 Whoa. Oh, man. I was like, I don't understand. What is long division, guys? What, would you like to. You, you, you just miss math? Is that it? Like, I think she does. <laughs> I don't even, I'm not even good at math, guys. Um, <laughs> whoa. All right. WandaVision. So, Never yeah. mind. You don't have to explain it. Uh, let's, let's see if Jenny's <laughs> actually with us today. Why do you think this is, why do you think we think this is big news that Evan Peters is joining WandaVision? Because it's going to connect the X-Men with the Marvel Cinematic and, Universe. Yes. And who is Quicksilver? Who is he related to? Um, well, isn't he related to Wanda? Yes. They are That's brother and brother. sister. Yeah, and I, I guess this pretty much opens up the multiverse, fellas. I know, I know. I was yeah. on a different track yeah. when I really thought this was long division. I was like, "What is this? Why is everyone so excited for this?" And this is why Jen, <laughs> this is why Jenny will not be on for the next two months because she really can't handle two weeks of news. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll I'll start with Ryan. What do you think about the the potential of Evan Peter? He has to be Quicksilver, right? Yeah, I mean if. That'll just confuse us, <laughs> like because he, he is Quicksilver. He, I think he did the best job. He, like that scene in uh, what was it? My first class. Days, one of, after uh, that. Days of Future Past. Really good. Days of Future Past, where he was just running around, was so well done and just awesome. What about you, Leo? I totally disagree. I don't think he's playing Quicksilver at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Leo. So why that. do you have to be a Debbie Downer? I'm more. I'm more. You remember, I don't really think too fondly of the of the Fox X Men property. So you wouldn't want. So you wouldn't want Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine if they offered it to him. I don't. I don't think he would come back. But no, no. But I don't think Disney. I don't think Disney wants him. No, no, no. But here's my thing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call you out on this one. You said you don't think fondly of them, so you wouldn't like him as Wolverine if they did ask him to come back, and he said, "Yeah, I'd be down." Because I he's part of. Because... I, I, I think it would go against against progress. I think Disney wants to set up a new X Men franchise, and casting an older Hugh Jackman to reprise the role as Wolverine means there's nowhere for the series to really go. Um, and to be to be, to be to be clear, Fox and and Marvel Studios they've done this before. Chris Evans was the Human Torch, and now he's Captain America. That's yeah. true. Uh, so like it's, it's like and I get it I get it trust me I love I think I think Evan Peters as Quicksilver was one of my favorite parts of those movies, um, but I just think that everyone's getting too excited about the possibility of him being Quicksilver when it's like it's more likely that he's just being cast in another role. The big difference between Chris Evans and Evan Peters is that people actually liked him. Well, I like in him the as role. George. 
What? I, I liked him in, in the Fantastic you, Four movie. No one cared about those Fantastic Four okay, movies. Okay, they may That's not care, I mean. but it, I, what, I didn't think it was so horrible of a movie. It wasn't like fan stick. But no one was like, oh my God, Chris Evans doesn't be, shouldn't be Captain America. You should be Johnny Storm. No, but question. Wasn't Quicksilver already in the MCU? Yeah, that's played why, by that, Aaron Taylor. Yeah, that's, is that's it Aaron why, Taylor Johnson? That's why we said the multiverse is going to open up. Oh, okay. Because I was like, wait a second. I'm pretty sure we saw him. That's why I think. That's why I think he's playing Quicksilver because we're opening up the multiverse. I mean, they can always recast and still keep it. It's not like they can't, you know, without having it. Yeah, that's it why. It would be cool. It would be cool. Like, especially because, like, you know, the like Evan Peters and um and Taylor Johnson work together in uh, Kickass. So it would be cool to and, see some kind of like, oh, shoot, yeah. and there has Kick-Ass. been in the article that I posted, it was reported that Quicksilver is in WandaVision, and Aaron Taylor Johnson has said he is not playing Quicksilver. Nice. So, okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, like, either way, I I trust it. I think Evan Peters, like, after all the American Horror Story stuff. I really do think highly of Evan Peters acting. I, man, I know you probably disagree with me, but I really, and they're not going to do it, but just bring Fassbender and McAvoy back, man. <laughs> it would, I mean, I, the, the potential they had to like expand on those stories, like a standalone Fassbender Magneto movie, I would have been so down for that. You, But you wouldn't, li- he, he was incredible, and so was McAvoy. You wouldn't think they're young enough if that's the direction they're going. You'd... Yeah, I mean, if, if they want to, I just, I just never figured. I just kind of felt that like um, Disney would want to just create something of its own and not keep the the Fox universe around. Kind of like, you know what? Like, yeah, that that happened. It was kind of like, like you have you heard the rumors about the Daredevil TV show, um, right? Yes, I do. So like, so Marvel Studios does have that property, but they want to distance themselves from Netflix. So even though Charlie Cox killed it, right? Everyone would say like, hey, keep him. But I wouldn't be surprised if Disney just goes, you know what? That happened. It's over. Let's start start from scratch. So I I I'm disagree with you there because Disney never did not own Daredevil. They just gave the rights to Netflix to run it. So Marvel Marvel owned Daredevil when it was even on Netflix. So I don't see a reason for them to recast when they already owned it from from day one. Well, I guess it all depends on his schedule. Too. He's not doing anything right now. <laughs> How do you know he's not doing anything? He Have you seen him do projects. anything since Daredevil? No, but he could be doing other projects and things. I really would have liked to have seen a season three of Iron Fist and Luke Cage, to be honest, because I think their season twos were stronger, or at least for sure, Iron Fist season two was way better than season one, and I would have liked to have I've seen still, that continue. I've still not seen them. And then Luke Cage season two left us on a cliffhanger. So yeah, it was it like, really it was like, damn. Would Jessica you, Jones, I'm fine with actually. Did they end on a on actually? End, it ended end? fine. It ended where it was going to. There was no like, I feel like major series closing, but it ended where it could. And then to finish off on the Wandavision stuff, Benedict Cumberbatch is slated <laughs> to be on Wandavision too because she's going to be in uh, the multiverse. So, oh, so. I'm just happy we're. I, we're getting close to November, so we're almost there. It's been a year. Black we're, we're getting good. We're getting positive news. Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> it's it's been a year. It, by the time we get Black Widow, it would have been one year and uh, about sixteen months before we have a we had a Marvel movie. So, uh, so yeah, so that t- wraps up the news today. We can get into our quarantines of the week. I did finish the MCU. I did want to say, um, I know I was a little bit. 
not hard, but less enthusiastic on Far From Home than you guys when we spoke. I still feel I still feel the same way. It's good. I just I don't I didn't love it, love it like you guys did. I don't know. It's still a very good my, movie. What go ahead, Ron? Yeah, my my love for it went down second watch, I'll be honest. I you know, I love the Mary Jane and the the MJ and and uh to- and Peter stuff, but I don't know. I think my actually my favorite scene in the movie is when uh Peter's creating his new suit and he's doing it exactly like Tony did in Iron Man One. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I that's my favorite scene from my favorite scene from the movie. But yeah, outside of that, this week was pretty chill. I didn't really do watch anything out of, you know, no franchises this week. I I watched the new Elizabeth Moss movie Shirley. It was good, solid stuff. And I I went on a Vince Vaughn t- trip and I watched uh what did we watch, Jen? You watched Swingers? No, we no, watched we Couples did. Retreat. Couples Retreat. Oh. And um. oh, the internship. <sighs> The internship. And I saw Wedding Crashers this, this morning, morning, and it's just as glorious as and ever. And we watched Psycho. No, just kidding. You know, I own that remake, right? And I still haven't watched I mean, I've seen it, but I've never put the, the Blu-ray in. I saw it in 1998, and I just own it to own it, and I've, I still have not put it in. I just I just can't get myself to watch that. And uh, yeah, I've just been binging on How I Met Your Mother, and that's about it. Uh, what about you, Rye? What do you see this week? Um, I finished my Harry Potter binge. I also watched uh, Crazy Rich Agents for the first time. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. We're on the same um, boat. We're on the. You you didn't love it though, right? No, I did yeah, not yeah. love uh, it. I'm the, I'm on the same boat. <laughs> um, I <clears throat> just to give it a fair rewatch. I haven't watched it in a long time. I'm actually gonna rewatch Lord of the Rings. So I gave Fellowship this first rewatch in years, and it nearly put me to sleep. I hate you. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> and Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Yes, I ahead. did enjoy the hell out of it. It is not great by oh. any stretch of imagination. Uh-huh. It's number two of my Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, uh, it's maybe my number one actually. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention. I actually saw. I don't like this is Spinal Tap. I don't like that movie at all. Uh, but I did see a movie called CB Four. I don't know if you guys have seen this with Chris Rock. It's a classic. Yeah. It's pretty much this is Spinal Tap, but for gangster rap. It's actually pretty damn funny. I actually had a really, really great time watching that. And if you guys haven't seen it, I believe it's on HBO Max. So give it a look if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, Leo, what about you? Uh, so it's actually funny. Um, one thing that I know Dave and I forgot to bring up last week that we both watched was Space Force with uh, the oh. Stephen Carell show. Yeah. Uh, so I'll start. I'll start with that. Um, I it was a rough watch. I still um, didn't finish it, Leo. <laughs> okay, no spoilers so go, then. Yeah. Um, but I will say that it's a rough watch. It kind of it does it does a really other than like um than Malkovich and and Carell, you don't connect with any of the characters at all. And like it's funny because at one point I kind of felt like I was watching like a uh, like like a like, like it was like a, like a like a parody of a TV show. It felt like I was watching um, Threat Level Midnight. Oh. I was like, I was like, oh damn! All right, it was disappointing. It was disappointing, but I did finish that. I've, uh, I'm on the last season of Lost, which I freaking I forgot how much I love this. Like this show is so freaking good. And when I got to watch, um, I posted it on the on my Instagram. Um, when I got to watch to rewatch the constant, like it was freaking like all the feelings all over again. 
Um, and uh, and I and I also watched Justice League Dark, the um, Apocalypse War, um, by uh, DC Animated Films. I thought you were going to say it? you saw Justice League, like Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm like Leo, you <laughs> you like dumpster dived all week then to get to that. No, no, no. I watched the animated film, and honestly, Rye, I think you're gonna love it. it. It was cool. It was a lot of callbacks to the to the earlier work from uh from this, I guess, quote unquote, season of animated films. Um, it's got some really dark stuff. I was, I, I was, I was, I was, I was, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I was captivated. It was really cool performances. Um, I think you guys are gonna like it when you guys are gonna get a chance to watch it. Nice. And Jen. Mainly, how I met your mother with you. No. <laughs> There what? is a movie you need to speak on. Oh, society. <laughs> <laughs> so David's birthday was this uh, past Friday. We're recording this on Sunday. It goes live Happy on Wednesday. Belated. So last Thank Friday, you. June 5th, was Dave's birthday. Um, so for his birthday, he made me watch Society. That's an interesting choice. Um, so... The whole time, because he's building it up to me, and he's just basically telling me, like, y'all, just wait till the last 20 minutes. Just wait. Just wait. Because she's looking. She's looking throughout the whole movie and for, so, like, I'm like, for it to get weird. And yeah. I'm like, it's not weird until the last so 20 really minutes. Doesn't, he's right. It really doesn't get weird till the last 20 minutes. It's a little, like, all, o- all over the place. And I'm just like, what is this dude doing? Like, what is going on here? This is weird. And then in the last 20 minutes, I think he expected me to be, like, really freaked out. But, but I liked, was like, I looked it. closer to the screen. <laughs> and i was like what is happening and like <laughs> and uh i will say really cool special effects yeah practical for, effects is fantastic this is what 89 1989 yeah. yeah so like for especially for for 89 um so like i was moving closer to the screen to be able to see like how did they do that and like you know and then i'm thinking like all of these actors in this last in these last 20 minutes i'm like did they realize what they signed up for like when they were given this role and they were like this is what we're gonna pay you to do and i don't i don't know but a job is a job right um well so it's it's it it was it's a good message what's a it's yeah because it's like the movie comedy. well not like, even body, that the movie is movie. the movie's pretty much and ryan's seen it it's pretty much the rich leeching and eating off the poor right that's the message very relevant. just yeah. in a very today in a very visual unique way visual, in a very visual, visual way, way. <laughs> that's yeah. why i keep telling yeah. leo i'm like i know you don't like horror but it's Did not leo really he, he doesn't want to see it yeah leo there's nothing scary about it to be honest like no, there's nothing no, scary there's nothing suspenseful about it you're literally watching I would say even like a typical 80s movie right up until the last 20 minutes. And then in the last 20 minutes, everything sort of gets explained on the little things that you see in the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a lot of prop um, special effects. Body horror. Yeah. Yeah, Body horror. But other than that, like nothing scary didn't give it, me nightmares because i was before this i was like is this gonna be something that i'm gonna have like a dream about and he's like if you dream about this then you're kinky and i was like okay. <laughs> just look at it like this so Leo. i was it's, like okay dude so i didn't have a dream about it guys um it's but, an episode of beverly hills 90210 for about it's a movie's about 100 minutes long so mm, about an hour easy. hour and 40 beverly minutes hills, so right, about an hour for hills. about an hour and 20 minutes it's like a Episode of 90210. Full 80s hair, yep. 80s dresses, um, questionable 80s underwear. Because, like, this one girl's in her underwear, and I'm like, what year was this movie? He's like, 89. And I was like, 
can totally tell by the thong that she was wearing. I was like, this is such <laughs> 80s underwear. Um, it's good so, stuff. Yeah, so it was a good movie. I would watch it again, actually. That's great. Actually That's great to off. hear. That's fantastic I to actually, hear. Um, I, I, uh, and I'll probably catch other things that I missed. The only thing that I didn't was there was one character. Well, I guess it kind of got explained at the end. The yeah. mother. The mother, yeah. But because she was... She was already in it, leached on, and that's why she her. Oh, but they let her go. Yeah, they let her go. Oh, yeah. I see. All right, now that's explained. Awesome. So yes, yeah, so it was good. That's was all. Good. That's all you need to say. You and can't then we watched that. Jaws. And we Jaws is great. Jaws. Jaws was for me though. Um, Jaws always good as usual. Yeah, Jaws is great. Alrighty, so I'm so glad she liked it. Everyone out there, society is currently playing on Shutter, so you guys should definitely check it out. All right, so let's move on to our director spotlight for the week i switched it up this week for the next few weeks i'm not going to put do we think he's a great director i'm going to take great directors and are we going to rank them in the top five of all time so ryan's like oh man i'm nervous because i may not not have seen anything these these people have done but today it's going to be easy for you we're doing steven spielberg okay so Starting with his direct, directorial, directorial debut, I can't talk today, 1971's Duel. Never have, seen it. Never seen it. And Rye, I'm sure you have not seen it. Not at all. I've seen it once. I don't remember much of it, so I can't really speak on it. Next up, the Sugarland Express. Sugarland Express. Never I seen it. I haven't seen it. This one I haven't seen. Leo? Nope. All right. Oh, you're good. Jaws? Yes. Actually, I haven't seen it. You've never seen You've never Jaws? Jaws? No. Ha- Ryan! Ryan, you have disappointed me, my friend. You don't need to watch any other Jaws but the original. Yeah. Jaws, get on that. You won't you, miss any you, other Jaws. You, I need a review. The original, you gotta do. I need a review next week of Jaws, Ryan. All right. It's, it's good. Word. It's really it's, good. Trust me, it's great. And you're going you're gonna to be like, oh, the shark still looks fake. But it, it's okay. <laughs> the shark's <laughs> name is Bruce. Um, which David just found out because he, like, I kept saying, she kept Look, saying Bruce, Bruce while we're watching Jaws. I'm like, we're not watching yeah. Batman. And, like, and Dave was like, why do you keep calling him Bruce? And I'm like, because that is what Steven Spielberg named the mechanical shark, Bruce. Yeah. So the reason, and I Guys. think Jenny and Leo would agree, the reason Jaws is so great is because you don't see the shark. And the reason you don't see the shark is because the shark rarely worked. So they just let John Williams score tell you the entire story. Story yeah, well, of the a shark lot of shadowing yep. and a lot of like the music really so you, built the suspense. Jaws is an all-time classic, and you. Will... I mean, you eventually see the shark. Yeah, you do. But so next up, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I haven't seen it. I don't like it. I do not like it at all. <laughs> Leo, have you seen it? No, I've never seen it. It's. It, I... I get what he's trying to do. I just I find it extremely. You saw cool. it during the anniversary screen. Wait, right? is that the one with like the music and stuff, and that's how they communicate? Yes, and then you don't. Okay, see then the, I have seen it. Yeah, you don't see the aliens to the last five minutes of the movie, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that, but I I just don't think the movie is that interesting right. to me, and that's blasphemy because it's a lot of people look at it as this underrated classic. I I just wasn't into it. 1941. I've never seen that. No. All right. Surprisingly, you guys haven't seen a lot of Spielberg. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Classic. Classic. Absolute classic. What? I've only seen it bits and pieces. Oh, my God. E.T., the extraterrestrial. My favorite Spielberg film. Classic. Classic. Cute. 
That's it? That's all you got for E.T.? Yes. I was really scared of him as a kid. I only grew an appreciation for E.T. later in life. But as, like, a little kid watching the movie, he looked kind of scary. And I will preface, like I always say, the only time Drew Barrymore has ever been good. Wow. Next up, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I really like this sequel. And Jenny, I can assume you have not seen it. Correct. So, Leo, have you seen Temple of Doom? <laughs> yes, I, I liked it. Ryan? I liked it as well. Yeah, I. it's dark as shit, though, right, guys? This movie, yeah. this actually is what brought in the PG-13 rating. Spielberg had a hard time getting a rating uh, of, uh, I think, PG for the film because of it is a little dark. And those crocodiles, oh, wow. yeah, when it's eating people. So he went to the MPA and got the PG-13 rating in, in, included. So because of a Temple of Doom, we have PG-13. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, wow. This movie I've only seen once, and I don't think I'd probably ever see it again. The Color Purple. Never seen it. Never seen I've seen it. And liked Leo, it. did you like yeah. it? Or it's just I thought it was cool. Yeah, I liked that. I liked, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I liked it, but it's a movie I actually only watch once. Yep. It's just, it's, I usually only watch movies that really upset me once. <laughs> and then. So I, I assume the next, in the next few, you're going to say only once. Uh, Empire of the Sun. I've never seen Empire of the I Sun. I haven't Ooh. seen it. Never seen it. Yeah, I saw it. You liked it? It was, it was, a, it was, um, I watched it around the same time because it was like a whole big blow up of military movies. Mm -hmm. um, and I tried watching it after it came out years later. It's a little bit of like a longer drawn out movie, but I thought it was okay. Next up, Always. I've never seen that. Never, seen never it. heard of it. Next no. up, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Ah, oh, nice. Love it. Love it. River Phoenix is in that. It's one of his, uh, I believe it's one of his last no, not one of his last movies, but um, it's around the end of his his career before he mm -hmm. passed away. Next up, Hook. S super love underrated. It. I love Hook. Oh, love wow. Hook. That's awesome. Yes. Wait, right. Did you say you didn't see it? No, I said love it. Okay, good. Awesome. Next yes. up, Jurassic Park. Classic. Absolute <laughs> Adore classic. Adore it. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we should have. Uh, well, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm busting your balls. Oh, fine. Better say classic. Next up, <laughs> uh, his best made film, but not my favorite film of his, Schindler's List. Uh, oh, it's a classic, God. absolute classic. There's yeah. Jenny. Classic, but again, very upsetting. Actually, Jenny just saw it for the first time. I did actually. Two, not that long uh, ago. two, three years ago, we went to a, a 25 year anniversary screening with uh, Spielberg. Was there too? Ooh. The closest I'll ever get to him. Is that for Tribeca? Yeah, Tribeca. Yeah. Uh, next up, yeah, Jurassic we'll Park, The Lost World. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. You just saw it recently, so you I did, you have a fresh head. You have a fresh mind I, on that. I had watched Jurassic Park before, but the second one I don't really remember watching as a kid. Um, but yeah, I did see it. This that's the second one, right? Yeah. When they go back. Yeah. So yeah, it was okay. I would say. I don't know that I would make it on a worse sequel list, but maybe an honorable mention. The most dis disappointing. It, it was a disappointing sequel. Yeah. Uh, Amistad. I'm sorry? Amistad. Oh, wow. Nice. I've never yeah, seen it. I've actually never it. seen it. Liked it, Ryan? Never seen it. Next up, Saving Private Ryan. All-time classic. Oh, love it. Only half seen it. And Dang it, Jenny! <laughs> I still haven't finished it. And Ryan? I saw it once. It was, it was okay. 
Not my cup of tea. Oh, Ryan. Not my cup of tea. It's okay for us not for it not to be our cup of teas, okay? AI, artificial intelligence. This movie's garbage. It's absolute garbage. It's the one with uh uh the Sixth Sense kid. Uh, Jacob, I forgot his name. You know, I don't think I saw it. I think Yeah, Haley Joel Osment. I think this came out around the same time as Bicentennial Man, right? Yes, it did. With Robin Williams. I watched that one. Uh, would, have you seen it? <laughs> have, like, I chose the good one. Have you seen it, Leo? Uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I think Denny's description is good. Uh, yeah, it's the poor man, bicentennial man. And Rye, have you seen it? I believe so, and yeah, I believe it was Denny's description. To yeah, the max. it's such such garbage. Uh, next up, Minority Report, absolute classic. I love. Oh, Minority I like Report. Minority Report. Yeah, I, I love Minority I didn't Report. I realize he did that. Yeah. Okay. Next up, uh, I know I know Jenny has seen this one. Catch me if you can. Oh yes, yes, yes. Love no? it. Why do you love it, Leo? <laughs> um, have you? No, have, it's really good. Yeah, They're that's the really, movie really that good. turned me around on Leo as a very good actor. Yeah. Le- I, our Leo, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I think it's underrated. Man. Yeah, I think, I think it's very underrated. A lot. No one talks about it ever. And Rye, have you know. seen it? I have not. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Has it has a good cast. It's too, a really actually. good. It's, There's a lot of it's him. In. It's Leo and Tom Hanks. It's mm-hmm. really solid stuff. Next up, the terminal. Uh, it's okay. I, you know, I never really saw it because it, I, it got like okay reviews. Yeah, it's, and a, I it's, just, it's it, okay. Have you? I'd seen, watch it if it was on TV. Leo, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen the terminal. And Rye, have you seen it? I have not seen it. Don't don't waste your time. Uh, <laughs> War of the Worlds. With Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's okay. It's not. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. It's nothing to rave about, but it's it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Leo? Yeah, it was a little disappointing. It, it was a very big spectacle when it came out. Yeah. Um, and it kind of like fell a little flat. What about you, Ray? I agree with Leo. Next up, Munich. Munich is great. Ooh, it, never seen it. It may not be up your, your alley. Haven't Munich is really, really solid. It's what I, I thought. I love Munich. I thought Eric Bana was going to be a thing because he did Hulk. Even though Hulk wasn't good, he got a really big role. And then he did Munich. I thought he was going to blow up, but he really Troy. didn't after this. He was in Troy? He was in Troy. Yeah. Who was he in Troy? I forgot. I think it was around Hector. this time that he was. Hector. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I didn't even remember that. But, yeah, Munich is solid stuff if you guys get a chance. Crystal Skull. Oh. I haven't seen it. I, I have something to say about this. That's going to be on people's list today. So, I yeah. recently saw it. It's not as bad as I remembered. Stop it. It's not. It's not. The choices that were made regarding the alien stuff, that shit still sucks. The movie as a whole, it's not a bad movie. It's just poor creative choices in terms of the finale of the movie. Cape Blanchett is a great villain. She's fantastic in it. And Harrison Ford is fine. I mean, I, there is bad in it with, like I said, the stuff with the whole, um, the, the alien stuff, but it's not as bad as I remembered. Like I, I expected, cause I hadn't seen it since like 2008. So, uh, and I didn't really like it at that time. I was just more disappointed by it than anything. But yeah, it's not, it's not great, but it's not the worst thing ever. Next up, The Adventures of Tintin. Never, Never seen, seen it. it. Never but seen it. I used to watch the cartoon as a kid, so I was hyped for this. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. War Horse. I, um, whatever. War Horse is whatever for me. I haven't he, seen it. Here's, here's where I think a lot of you guys probably haven't seen any of these. Lincoln. Haven't seen nope. it. No. One of the best performances of the decade. Daniel Day-Lewis is incredible as Lincoln. But I wouldn't recommend it to you guys. Maybe Leo. I think, Leo, you may you may, you may, may enjoy it. I would never 
put this in front of Jenny. I think she may divorce me. I love Abraham Lincoln. He's one of my favorite presidents. Yeah, you'll be bored. And I do like history. And I know DDL looks exactly like him. And Sally Fields plays Mary Todd. She's really good, too. She's really solid oh, as well. I'm sure she is. She's Sally Field. Next up, Bridge of Spies. I like Bridge of Spies. Oh, Jenny didn't I like. I love Bridge of Spies. I didn't love rough. Bridge of Spies because Rylance <laughs> took the Oscar from Sylvester Stallone, but um, <laughs> and that's one I'm not forgiving. But uh, it's a good movie. I think it's a solid movie. Jenny didn't like it. It was a little long. I, we saw this in theaters. We saw this in Tribeca. Yeah, yeah, it was a little long for my taste. Next up. And, like, and, just the topic. I don't, I didn't find it. I was and, Rye, you haven't seen it, right? No. Okay, next up, the BFG. This is, I have not seen it. You made me watch this, yeah, too. this isn't that good. This is okay. I was surprised how much I didn't like it. Leo, did you see this? No, I've never seen it. The Post. This is good. That was oh, good. I love The Post. Yeah, post is good. solid. Uh, Rye, have you seen it? No. And his... starting to become what I was worried about. <laughs> Ready Player One. Loved Ready... I Loved adore, adore yeah. Ready Player One. And Jenny? I really liked it. And we haven't seen it, but we will see it in December. His next movie is West Side Story. No. <laughs> so. I won't see it. Is he a top five director Ugh, to I you? I say it now. I say I'm not going to You're going to watch it. it, so I don't even I'm know why you I'm probably going to watch it. But I am vehemently, vehemently, whatever the word is, against vehemently. it. Vehemently. I don't know. Whatever. I'm against it. Okay, there was no need for a remake. There was no need to redo it. I don't need the story again when the classic is an American treasure. That's yep. all you need. Rita Moreno's in it. I, I'm okay. Like, I understand, like, if you wanted to cast, like, obviously, if you're casting, like, real Latinos and real that. Like, I get redoing it for that purpose, but I don't think changing the story around, I'm not really for. And I think he does take some liber- liberties with it, but whatever. It will be awesome. Yeah, I love rooting for Oscar history. I hope Rita Moreno has a lot of stuff in it because she would be the first actress to win an Oscar for the same movie twice. Ridiculous fact, but it's it's it would be awesome if it happens. Alrighty, so is he a top five director? I'll 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 start with Ryan. What do you think? I think yeah. Leo, what do you think? I agree. Yeah, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of heavy. Like heavy hitters. Big hitters, yep. yeah. Jen? I agree, five. but he's not my favorite. Yeah, he's he's top five for me as well. He's Next week, <laughs> I guarantee I'm going to be doing this by myself next week. So I'm going to let you guys know ahead of time. Next year, next week, we're doing Stanley Kubrick. I've got like two movies from Kubrick. <laughs> he doesn't it. have that. Honestly, Leo, he doesn't have that many movies. So, um... I can give you a list of what maybe you should watch to get you know to have a better idea of we how you need to watch Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, that's one. That's we actually that. I'm going to watch that. So that's the only one of his films I haven't I seen. <laughs> oh, okay, and The Shining. You seen? Oh, nice. Actually, so I got you, Shining. Well, it, it's um, isn't um Clockwork Orange? Clockwork Orange is him. Yeah. Yep. Two thousand one. So I got three then. Have you seen Full Metal three. Jacket? I got four then. Oh, Cooper's got good stuff. Okay, never mind. And two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. So I think this may be the week you finally see 2001, Leo. I think this is it. I'm down. I think I'm, I'm happy about it. The timing is perfect. Yeah. Oh, boy. You're not going to like it, but it's all good. He might like it. It's all Don't good. Don't say that he I, I, might not like it. It's I, just, it's... I hope you do like it, Leo. It's going to be wonderful. Ryan, you're going to kill. my favorite. I'm not going to recommend it for you, Ryan, because I think you may come to you, to my house and kill me. <laughs> I think that's a little excessive. You, you're going to be bored out of your mind. There's no dialogue for thirty the first 30 minutes of the movie. 
So that's fine. All right. If you watch it, I'm actually curious to your thoughts, but we'll see what happens next week. All right, let's get into it. We are looking at our top 10 best and our top 10 worst sequels of all time. How do you guys do with this? Did you guys, did you find it, it easy fun. or hard? Um, best was easy. Worst was pretty hard. Okay. Same, same, same with me. But because I think the best is a little bit more predictable than the worst, let's save yeah. the worst for last and let's do our best first. So okay. let's do our 10 through 10 through two. No, 10 through six. And then we'll get to five through uh, the rest. So Jen, why don't you kick us off this week? With my worst? Best. 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 We're starting best. Sorry. Okay. So 10 through five. Yes. 10, 10 through, through six. six. Sorry. Jenny, okay. Jenny's. Jenny's really out of it. She, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's Listen, rusty. She, she will not be on next week. I haven't had enough coffee yet this morning. I'm actually sipping on my Starbucks cold brew at the moment. Um. Okay. My number 10. Best. Best. Yes. Uh, number 10. Creed. Oh, I love you for that. It's nice. really good. And I love Michael B. Jordan. Love to see an All My Children alum on the big screen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I love the, you know, obviously like Rocky. Rocky's one of my favorite like franchises. franchises in itself. So I really like seeing, and we saw this in theaters. It was just so good. Um, What's your favorite scene? His training okay. in the beginning, like just the music. The training scenes are always the best. Um, my number nine is Return to Oz. <laughs> High five! Uh, <laughs> High five! So, okay, so in reality, my best is also more favorite sequels. Um, so it doesn't necessarily, like, I didn't put The Dark Knight. I didn't put <laughs> Empire Strikes Someone Back. wants a divorce today. <laughs> I didn't put those movies. Oh, my because God. Because basically, our listeners are going to get that nice all. Like oh, that. my God. Our listeners are going to get that all from David anyway. So why do I got to repeat the same list? Oh, my God. I have my own mind. So number nine, Return to Oz. Um, if you've never seen it, it's really it's really good. It is actually a really it's solid movie. Very dark for so a kids dark. movie. Super dark. My favorite scene, although I'll be the very scariest, is the whole hall, the hall of, of mirrors heads. and the hall of heads. Yeah. Um, my number eight is Home Alone. Lo- Home Alone two, Lost in New York. A lot of people rag on it because they say it's not as good as the original. It isn't, but it's different. And I just love being from the New York area, North north jersey like everywhere he goes like i would have loved watching this movie i would have loved to have that adventure very like myself though i would have never done it by my on myself by myself but just all the different classic scenes in new york that are still there still around the plaza the central park you know i don't know if the pigeon lady's there but there's got to be one there you know like everybody it's just a classic you know what my favorite scene one of my in favorite that movie Christmas is movies. what when he unrealistically can see New York from Newark International Airport. Yeah, but it's okay. We know that now as adults, but as a kid, we didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that as a kid. Uh, my number seven is... Eight. No, that was my number eight, Home Alone 2. Okay. My number seven is Back to the Future Part 2. Nice. So, David... David Don't got a little you dare say the it's better day. than the first one. But it's I actually enjoy than... part two a little more oh, than Jesus. the first one. I'm not saying uh, it's better. I say I enjoy it more. So obviously, like, um, in general, just the whole scene when he realizes he's back. 
he's in the future and the whole like jaws 3d right i'm not mixing up my movies right jaws 3D. and the um, the chicago cubs winning the world series in 2015 exactly, like that would have the fact that they won it the year after that breaks my heart so actually max spielberg <laughs> right directed jaws 3d or jaws whatever year that jaws mm-hmm. 20 whatever it was that i was on the screen uh my number six is gonna get a lot of heat but the next karate kid <laughs> what <laughs> Okay, so David just walked away. It's cool. We don't need him. <laughs> I can run the show now. Uh, so the next Karate Kid, I watched this movie a lot growing up. I don't know for some reason. I don't know if it was always on the Disney Channel or always on like AMC, but I watched this movie a lot. This is actually my first wow. Hillary Swank movie, wow. and... I would even say that I've probably seen this movie over The Karate Kid more because it was always on TV for some reason. And the fact that she was a girl, I related to it more. Um, So I'm not saying it's a great sequel, but for me, it is a favorite one. I'd like to apologize to all our listeners. No, don't apologize. You don't got to apologize Including, especially our friend Christian. Um, I, I got nothing. Wow. You don't have to say anything. I put it out there. Mm. You can agree or disagree. Oh. My number, that is six. it. That was my number six. Oh, Ryan, <laughs> you're up. <laughs> uh, my, I have two honorable mentions, Clerks 2 and Toy Story 3. Yes. My phone doesn't want to work all of a sudden. Hold on. Not reading. Just say no. the view, every movie from the View Askew-verse. I think that's all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That was the only View Askew was Clerks 2. Actually, you want to it, reboot as well. And, Jay, and Strike Back. Strike Back. Uh, yeah, that's a sequel to the entire franchise. Yep. All right, number 10, Back to the Future 2. Favorite scene is just like Jenny when he first gets to the future. Mm-hmm. Number 9, Ghostbusters 2. Um, favorite scene in that one. Um, the painting, just, just, just the painting. I like when they're in the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, like that's I love that. Um, number eight, Logan. Um, and for my favorite scene is the heartbreaking scene when he finally goes berserker for the final time, and he just kicking some ass. Yep. And then he, you know, spoiler alert, dies. Um, my phone just went blank again. Hold on one second. Sorry. Um, number seven. Winter Soldier. Um, favorite scene is the fight in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And number six, Endgame. And it's so for that, low. I'm it, surprised it's not higher. Yeah, well, it was hard. Um, actually, you know, I'm going to switch it. Number six is uh, Spider-Man Two. Nice, nice. And for that is uh, it's the train. All right, awesome. Leo, you're up. Nice. Uh, honorable mentions are A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yes, Dream Warriors! Well done. Well done. Yeah, love I, I that. freaking love that movie. Um, and um, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Nice. But my number 10, in, in honor of Ryan, uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Yes! Well <laughs> done, Leo. Well done. And I hope that's not the only Lord of the Rings on your list. Uh, no, so I, I, did, I did try my best to... Like, because it's like I had a hard time making the list just because like I mean it's kind of like I would put all the MCU as sequels like <laughs> yeah, Ryan, that is like true. Ryan, I would be surprised if Ryan went to like all the movies after Clerks as sequels. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, fair. So I try to stay away from it. I, I picked Two Towers because it's my favorite of all the of all the nice. of all of them. 
even though Return of the King gets a lot of love, I love Two Towers more. Okay. Um, but my number nine, uh, Toy Story three. Nice. Um, yeah, just like I think I just remember the 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 amount of emotion during the conveyor belt, and it's just like, yeah, I, it just it just to me it's it was uh, it was it was a good, it's a good franchise. We talked about it earlier, but yeah, that's my number nine. My number eight, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Nice, you went with Azkaban. Nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Again, like it's uh, even though like you know Deathly Hollows is amazing as well. Um, it's just the, the standalone feel of it, and like the series got mad dark after Azkaban. After... Yeah, I mean that's what changed everything. That was exactly. Azkaban, and directed by Alfonso Cuarón. So Cuarón, yep. Uh, and number seven, just as Jenny mentioned in her list, Back to the Future Two. Damn, mm-hmm. I'm the only one that doesn't have. BFF too. Yeah, and and exactly how Jenny mentioned, I enjoy it more than part one. Oh. Thank you. I, here's the thing: Back to the Future Two defined what we think the future looks like, and it's so become wrong. exactly what so it's wrong. I'm like, holy crap! The alternate. It's funny. It's funny you say that. The alternate 1985 is 2020 right now. In Back it's to insane, the Future Part baby. Two. It's insane. Like you think 2015 is the future? No, no, no. It's the alternate 1985. Bro, it's crazy. Like, if you think about like people trying to make hoverboards, the self-tying shoes, yeah. um, like it's it's it, for some reason like Back to the Future Two just captivated America, and it's like you know what? Let's make that future happen. <laughs> no one's tried um, to get a sports almanac though and, and win money. That's what. That's <laughs> all I would do. It's just so true. Biff, Biff had it right. <laughs> um, number six is uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Nice. Um, and I think, as we mentioned before in earlier episodes, like uh, I, to me, it's just it 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 really like set the like set the like the level of like filmmaking in the MCU. Yep. Whether it's just not very super superheroy, not too many superpowers, it felt more like an actual movie. Nice. Uh, but that's my number six. All right. So I don't have Winter Soldier on my list. I only kept it to one Marvel movie. I tried to leave. Nice. I I tried to leave it to one per franchise on this. So. Um, I have some honorable mentions. Uh, you had Dawn of the Pla- you had Dawn of Planet of the Apes, right, Leo? Yes, sir. So I had War for the Planet of the Apes. Nice. Uh, I also have Return to Oz, as Jenny mentioned, as an honorable mention. Uh, Toy Story three, Spider Man two, and Halloween three, Season of the Witch. I thought about putting it because Halloween three gets no love because of and that's another story for October, but it gets no love because of the lies and marketing that that movie had but it's a solid anthology film. so the reason why i didn't put halloween 3 on my list because technically it's not really a sequel well not not that it is a sequel it's in the franchise and he makes a cameo on the tv well it still counts and (laughs) um i just didn't put it because i don't like i kind of like them all equally (gasps) like i kind of like throughout all the like there's not a bad for me Oh, in reality, your children, Jenny, these aren't your children. I I know, but it's so hard because Halloween, even like Friday the Thirteenth, I can't say that I hate any. Because of them. Those are all the same, to be honest with and you. And like There's... Halloween for me, I love Halloween in general and the franchise. So like for me, I can't say that any of them are would be on but a worst. This has Tom Atkins or a best. This has Tom like, Atkins. I just love them all equally. So Tom Tom Atkins though. I know, I know, but that's why I didn't put it. No, I get you. All right, so. I couldn't decide whether to leave this as an honorable mention or not, but so I'm going to cheat, and my 10 is a tie. I have Logan and Mad Max Fury Road. 
I forgot to mention, I saw Mad Max, Mad Max Fury Road this week, and it's so incredible. The fact that all these practical effects that were used in this movie, I, I can't I can't fathom anyone calling it less than a 10, a 9, or a 10, or a 4 out of 4, or a 3.5 out of 4. There's no solid, Can we have someone call it Solid 7? There's no Solid 7 <laughs> with Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, if I had to say my favorite scene is actually the chase at the beginning of the movie when they're chasing Furiosa. Some of the practical effects using that is incredible. And Logan, uh, I would use the spoiler alert, death scene. I think that death scene is incredible. My number nine is Creed. Uh, Creed is phenomenal. I think Creed is the second best in the entire franchise after Rocky 1. It's heartfelt. It technically is a remake of Rocky 1, if you really look at it. It follows the same tropes from Rocky and and Creed, uh, except that Rocky has cancer in this, and Mickey doesn't have cancer in in Rocky 1. Uh, My favorite scene is the one-take fight in the middle of the movie. Uh, Never had never been done before, and Ryan Coogler knocked it out of the ballpark there. My number eight is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Nice. That one, I mean, I, I, I mentioned it on these lists because I love it, so it's hard to pick different scenes every time. But this time, I will go with uh, Harry's Snape's death, where Harry sees his uh, his vision from the tear from his Yo, past. That's that geez. that's a tearjerker moment for me in that in that. It, what you it's, say, crazy, it's crazy you bring that up. So remember how like Stacy's reading the books, right? Yep. She literally read that yesterday. She oh. went from hating Snape all to loving the time. it. I got to that scene, bro. Shout out to Stacy because I I saw this is why I love when people watch Harry Potter or read Harry Potter for the first time because you hate Snape after after he kills Dumbledore because you just yep. think that he's just you know this terrible person that's been with Voldemort all along. When I got to that myself, I bawled. So when Stacy was posting how much she hated Snape, I was like, oh, yep. she's gonna change her mind soon. It's gonna be wonderful. Dude, she called me and she was like in remorse. She's like, she felt bad for hating him so much. I think when she watches the movie, I think when she watches the movie, did she just finish reading or did she watch the movie as well? Yeah, so she should finish reading probably later today and then she's going to rewatch. She's going to watch all the movies for the first time with her mom. Okay, perfect. She'll she'll be able to see that too. I think she'll tear up at that scene. (laughs) Yeah, so that's my number eight. My number seven is Aliens. Jenny got happy. I remember fun story about when we saw Aliens. She didn't even want to go. She was like, oh, I really don't want to see this. So we ended up going and she fucking loved it. And Sigourney Weaver was there. So she loved it more because Sigourney Weaver was there. I did because we watched the movie and then she came out for a Q&A and I was like, yes. Nice. Uh, get away from her, you bitch. Actually, that, that one. And I do like the scene when they realize that all the aliens are on the top and they just crash upon all the people, all the, all the soldiers. I like that scene as well. And my number six is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, nice. My t- nice. My two badass women at six and seven. Uh, number for scene, uh, since we used it, I've used it the last few weeks. I guess the scene, in, uh, it's hard. This movie's so good, and I try not to. Use- oh, when they destroy Cyberdyne or Skynet, when they destroy, destroy Skynet, Skynet, yeah. yeah. And I will do my five through two. I'll kick it off. For just for Ryan, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King is my number five. 
I color me shot. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh my favorite scene here, I do I do love the ring drop in Mordor coinciding with Aragorn's Aragorn's leading of battle. So that's yes. my number four is Avengers Endgame. Uh for there, because we use it so much, I'm gonna use this time around uh when they start discussing how the infinity stones are connected and how they're in three places at once. Or oh, three of them yeah. are at one place. And then they discuss 10 years worth of story in one scene. You're like, oh, my God, everything. We know it's connected, but now they're telling us, yo, everything is connected here. And this is how everything is connected. Uh, my number three is The Empire Strikes Back. Um, my favorite scene, One of my favorite scenes on there is when Yoda, Yoda lifts the X-Wing. And with William's score in the background, I think that's one of William's best uh, pieces of music that he's he's ever done. Uh, number two is the Dark Knight. Uh, outside of the interrogation scene, I think the chase through Gotham, Gotham leading to that the uh, the truck flip when Joker's truck flips. So yeah, that's my five through two. Jenny, go ahead. Okay, my number five is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Aw, <laughs> nice. Uh, I remember seeing this. Obviously, it was like what four. Yes. Yeah. I remember seeing this in theaters with my parents. Um, so and I I think I've seen Terminator two more than I've actually seen Terminator. Um great movie, great sequel. Uh, my favorite scene is the truck bike chase when uh he's trying to rescue him and Arnold's on the bike and obviously Robert Patrick. The one at the mall? Uh yeah. I think so. Okay. It starts at the mall, no? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, my number four is Batman Returns. Oh, that's awesome. Another one that I also saw in theaters as a wee child. And you heard Um, the podcast on our first date. And, and what? And you heard the podcast on our first date. The Batman. Batman on Batman. Yes. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Anything with Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie. That is my Catwoman. She will forever be my Catwoman. Same with me. Because she was so... She was so good, and I think, like, obviously looking back, like, she she played a good, like, a decent role. I wish you, they would have given her a little more. I don't know. I don't know. I would have loved to have seen, like, a standalone from No, you, you her. did. You did, and it wasn't no. good. No. No, that was Halle no. Berry. That was Halle Berry. I'm talking about, and not now. I don't want to see Michelle Pfeiffer in a Catwoman suit <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm talking about back fun, then, like, fun. had there had been... A standalone. Fun fact. I would have loved to Tim have Burton seen that. reshot the ending with Catwoman at the roof because there was a planned se- uh, right. spinoff. So, like, I would have loved that. And again, I come to it as a little girl watching this, like, female badass. Yes, she's a villain, but still a badass. And she, you know, she became, she, life made her into the villain. Like, she had, you and, know, and, and granted, cat, it's not and, exactly. And cats. Cats biting her. Okay, it's a better origin <laughs> story than the Catwoman. Well, I've, nev- I've never one. seen that, so I wouldn't okay, know. Okay, so at least it's a little better. But anyway, Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer. Technically, I do want to count. I do want to counter something on, on Catwoman. She technically doesn't do anything to anyone, anything bad to anyone good in that movie. Yeah. She fights Batman. And obviously, but she just she bur- she explodes Shrek and Shrek Sh- uh, Shrek's little store and shit. But Shrek's Shrek's the villain of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah and, and she saves he that woman it. from getting assaulted. Yeah, she saves the woman from being. She technically and she's always uh, in the comic. She's always yes, yeah, she's a she's a thief, but she's a uh, she's always kind of 
uh, shades of gray. Her. Yeah, she's shades of gray. She's never really gone full on villain villain. So that's why I like her so much because there's she has so many shades of gray. Uh, but go ahead, Jen. Um, my number three is aliens. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really. I wasn't really well because David puts on. It makes me watch these movies and <laughs> and like. If I'm not in the mood entirely, but then he's like, we gotta watch it. So, um, Aliens. So good. I actually like Aliens better than Alien. That's fine. Um, that's, I know, I know, but fine. you're like, oh. I like Aliens more than Alien. So, um, obviously, and then anything with Sigourney Weaver. All I would say, Every I wish, scene. I Get wish she didn't have that haircut. You bitch. It's she looks short one, she right? Has, she looks yeah. with the long hair. The long hair in Alien is better than the other one? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, fun fact, I think she is the first actress from a sci-fi movie to get an Academy Award nomination because she was o- nominated for an Oscar for Aliens. I wish she won. Cool. She was never going to win, but it would have been cool if she won. Go ahead. My number two is My Girl 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, I love My Girl. My Girl is one of my favorite movies. Again, another movie that was like always on TV or HBO. I used to have I mean, you can't come after me now. I used to have illegal cable, so I had HBO. Um, and so HBO Max, HBO 2, whatever it was, like the, the different millions of channels. So My Girl and My Girl 2 used to always be on. And so anytime... My Girl 2 sucks. No, it's oh so good. Because we see Veda's story continued, okay? And she's searching for her mother, like her mother's backstory. And her mother was from LA and she wants to... It's her school project. And obviously it all connects and you have um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd come back for it for a little bit in the beginning and then she goes off to LA to stay with her uncle while she's doing the research for her project on her mother and it was just it's such a good I think it was a nice follow-up to it and then I really just enjoyed the whole time when she's like exploring LA in I guess it would be the late 70s at this point and the end of the movie has a really another favorite scene is when she finally um, reconnects with one of her mother's like high school boyfriends and he actually has they were actors in a troupe and he he has a video of her at a picnic where she sings uh, Charlie Chaplin's Smile. And he kind of gives her, he ends up giving her the, the tape because that's all she has really of her mother. And so I just thought that was like such a good closing scene. And then there's a little bit of a love interest there with like another 13-year-old boy um, who's not Thomas J, unfortunately. But yeah, so it's a it's a it's a decent sequel for what it was. So let's quality this up, <laughs> and it has uh, really good soundtrack song, music. Let's quality this up. Tiny the dancing. song "Smile" was also used in the trailer for Joker. Uh, Leo, yes, you're it was. <laughs> but not the, but it, this was better. Leo. You're up. Uh, uh, my number five, identical to Jenny, uh, Terminator Two, Judgment Day. Yay! Nice. Um, again, so it's funny, like, uh, around here on sequels, you kind of start to find movies that, like, the argument of better than the first comes into play. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, yeah, like, it's that crazy? Like, so, like, these movies, like, yeah, somehow took what they got from the first one and even went above and beyond on the second. Um, but yeah, I think, I think T2, for me, I watched it way more than I watched Terminator 1. I think the discussion is for T2, but I, I think I've told you guys I prefer the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah. They're both great. Don't get me wrong. But go exactly. Uh, and similar to the similar argument, personally for me, uh, Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. I I get it. New Hope is like the original, the first, but like 
to me, sometimes can get a, a tad bit boring. But Empire, I think, is like constant action, and I, I just like I, I connected with it more. Um, I think America kind of tends to agree, considering this is like so well loved. Yep. Um, my number three is The Dark Knight. Um, again, uh, similar. It, you can make the argument that it's better than the first. Um, oh, it, there's no yeah. argument. This one, <laughs> Jenny, you should for sure. Jenny doesn't like Batman Begins, but uh, no, I, I, I am. I'm with you 100. It's a little too slow for me. Do you have any? Begins. Do you have any favorite scenes from like the the ones you've mentioned so far? Yeah. So for Judgment Day, um, I, I I think the last time I mentioned was uh, when T1000 is like liquefying. Yes. Um, the playground scene to me is like also really cool. Like again, it's like we still make jokes to like present day about Skynet taking over the world when like. Um, Amazon and Google release these new different apparatuses for like that listen to our conversations. The jokes always come into play, like Skynet this, Skynet that. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, the playground scene. Um, for Empire, um, anything in the beginning on 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 Hoth, I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's like it's like a different. Just see them wearing winter clothes, which is like you hadn't seen them do that before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's weather in space, or in a long time ago, where the galaxy far, far away. Um, and for the Dark Knight, I actually chose when Jim Gordon reveals that he's still alive. She slaps. So, oh, you talking about when his wife slaps the shit out of him? No, no, no. So like, it's right at the end of the scene you chose. Oh yes, so yes, yes. He's like, "We got you, you son of a bitch." Exactly. Yeah. When he comes out and you see, like, you're like, "Oh snap!" He, like, he was like, there was like a whole intricate plan to catch the Joker. Um, followed by getting slapped the shit out of, and then followed, <laughs> followed by him going home and getting yeah smacked by his wife. Uh, my number two is um, Avengers Endgame. Of course, uh, yes. Yeah, and it, it, to be fair, like even like even going through this, because like it wasn't like a I, I had doubts about putting it on my list because I'm like, is it really like a pure sequel? Absolutely. Right? But like it, it actually, so it's a sequel regardless, right? It's a sequel of the MCU, and it's also a sequel of, of the Avengers. Avengers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I, I convinced myself to put it in there. <laughs> All right, right. Go ahead. Alright, my number five is T2, and I went with the classic Asta La Vista. Uh, number four is Godfather 2, and I went with You Won't Take My Kids. Number three... I wait, 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 let me free. Did you just put Godfather 2 as your number what? Four? Number four. Oh, yeah. you and Jenny today. <laughs> Whatever, David. <laughs> well, but this, this is, I think this is the first time that three out of four of us have the same movie in the same slot, though. True. The three of us have the Judgment Day as number five. Yep. Go number ahead. three, I have End. I have End Game. Yes. And for my favorite scene, I have Fat Thor. Of course, it's time. funny. None of us have mentioned Fat Thor throughout all the times we talked about End Game. All right, go ahead. This is so awesome. <laughs> number and number two, I have uh, Empire, and for that, I have uh, I love you right now. All right, and then what's your number one? And we'll go back around. The Dark Knight, of course, now one of the best sequels ever made. And my favorite scene from that, I chose to be different this time, and I went with uh, Joker and the two boats. Nice. All right, Leo, what what's your number one? Uh, my number one, and I still think it's better than the first, but it's Godfather 2. Cool, because I can say the same thing. My favorite sequel is The Godfather Part 2. Um, nice. You're, we're on the same boat here, right, Leo? You think it's better than the first? Yeah. So it's, like, it's funny because like, the rest of the movies are enjoyable, right? Like We all know that they're like super iconic and stuff, but like I feel like The Godfather 2 and Godfather 1, like they're films. 
right? They're cinematic. They're they were art on screen, and like I just I loved. I think part two just connected better. I just liked it more, and I always felt like bad for saying that because everyone loves part one so much. But I'm like, I just think it's better. I adore both of them. They're my two favorite films of all time. Um, but I think two is better because it's a sequel and a prequel. You're getting two movies for the price of one, and it effectively con- effectively connects the dots on everything from uh, from the beginning of the movie where Vito's a kid to when Robert De Niro is old is older Vito and he goes back and gets revenge for the guy that kills his mother in the prequel section of it. And unfortunately, in the sequel part of it, the Fredo betrayal and then the Fredo end. Uh, do you have a yeah. favorite scene? Uh, the tracking scene, like right right when the first. VHS ends and the second one comes in. Yes, yes, I do love that. <laughs> um, so I went with the scene. It's like a uh, like a five minute scene where v, where where Michael's talking to Fredo and he's like, "Can you give me more information about you know what else did you say to them?" Because even then, Michael shows he's manipulating Fredo because he's just trying to get more information out of him in a in a blunt but yet discreet way, and. Both performances in that are phenomenal. But yeah, Godfather's my number one. All right, Jenny. Tell us why Grease 2 is your favorite. <laughs> it's the best. It's you not. saved the best for last. It's I know that's why you put me last. No, now. I didn't. I just um, wanted all. Grease 2 oh, is my best and my favorite sequel. It's so bad. Uh, I don't care what I'm anybody I'm saving my thinks. thoughts for later. I don't care what anybody thinks, but... Uh, it's so good. You got the music. It is. It is exactly repeats the Grease formula. Only it just didn't make it there because you didn't have the same star power. Um, and but the songs, the same high school issue, the same girl. Only it's sort of in reverse where you have uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. So Michelle Pfeiffer's on my list twice already. Um, you have Stephanie Zanoni as the leading lady instead of having it be more like John Travolta and Danny Zuko. Um, it's more, she's very independent. She just doesn't want to be, um, a T-bird, a pink lady, but like, she wants to be a pink lady, but she doesn't want to be with a T-bird. She just wants to do her own thing. Um, great, catchy songs. Uh, my favorite scene is Cool Rider. You get to hear her kind of sing. And, uh, it's just great. It's just a fun movie. It's a fun movie. I don't think it's better than, like, the Godfather two or, or this Grease is, one or Grease one. I've never <laughs> said it, but it is a fun movie. And anyone that I've met that does like Grease two feels the exact same way. It's very much a cult, a movie that has a cult following. Yes, there are haters, but the entire there world. Are you people, mean? No, not the entire world. Because <laughs> the there intellectuals? are there are Grease two fans out there. So I love you all. And thank you. That's my list. Perfect. So Grease 2 is like America's dirty little secret that yeah. everyone seems to like for some reason, but no one has the courage to admit. Except Jenny. Except me. So, And I will spearhead this till the day I die. So the reason I wanted Jenny to have Grease 2 as her number one is because it could segue <laughs> to our worst sequels. Perfect segue. <laughs> Perfect segue. So for this, I hope we're all different here. I really do hope that. There's a lot of difference here. I actually don't have Grease 2 on my 10. So that's how bad it's not worse. Of, that's how bad some of these movies are. Um, but I will I'll kick it off this time. So I have some honorable mentions here. I have uh, Hangover Part 2. 
Um, my number ten is staying alive. Oh, yeah. So this is how I feel about Jenny. Like the way Jenny loves Grease too. I like staying alive. <laughs> That's so I'm like, but I know, I know, it's on everybody's list. So Everybody has this terrible. The reason I have it on my list is more now that I've seen Saturday Night Fever. So I actually, so this is also my number ten. I actually don't mind like. It's not a bad movie. It's just in the context of what it was supposed to continue. Which so uh, I have a quote that I got from Roger Ebert regarding the regarding uh, staying alive, which is why I, it annoyed me. Uh, the sense of reality in Saturday Night Fever. There's no old neighborhood, no vulgar showdowns with this family, and no Brooklyn eccentricity. It's pretty much a movie with the, the same character for the sake of making a movie making a sequel it's kind of a uh, tokyo drift in a way without any of the characters it's just using the fast and the furious name just to get a a couple of bucks it's also one of the only movies that are on tomatoes with a zero percent yeah it really is people just hated that yeah, it's, movie. it's terrible my number nine is jaws the revenge you have it super low. I thought that was going to go higher for you. So, I, I have you guys seen Jaws of Revenge, Rye? Have you seen that? Obviously not. Oh, you I haven't seen, seen any of them. You may actually love this, Rye. So, <laughs> and you've seen Jaws of Revenge, right? Mm-hmm. So, Jaws... This would be the fourth the, one. The, no? Yeah, the fourth one. So, reason number one. It's, it's just garbage movies to begin with. But the reason I want to bring up here... The shark. I'm made to believe that this shark is part of the family of the shark from from Bruce. Bruce's family hey, from hey. from Jaws one. That's number one. I'm supposed to believe that that shark wants revenge. Number two, and I'm supposed to believe that this shark follows the, the Brody family from uh, Martha's Vineyard. That's where it is, right? Well, that's where they film. Where they film? Amity. So Amity. Island. All the way to the fucking Bahamas? Don't forget, it, it learned how to breathe in different waters. It too. did. It did. Uh, it is atrociously one of the most insulting. Wait, sequ- is it different waters though? Because it's still part of the Atlantic Ocean. They they, they mentioned From the it too. top they, to like, the during, bottom. I think in the movie they mentioned the fact that like the sharks don't change types of water, and like they made a point of mentioning the fact that this one hates it so much. It changed the type of water it's It is atrocious. It is, and Michael Caine has gone on to admit that it's one of the worst movies, and he's never seen it. He this just heard it's really bad, but it bought him a nice house. This isn't the one with Dennis Quaid. Dennis uh, Quaid is in the third one, right? Sure, why Jaws not? Jaws 3D. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, next up, I hope it's on Leo and Ryan's list, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. <laughs> it is on my list. All I have to say is, you use the brand Turtles in Time, I better get a real Turtles in Time. Not this garbage. It is awful. We've talked about it in our Ninja Turtles episode. It is god-awful. My number seven What's is... What's your favorite scene? <laughs> uh, the credits. The end credits. Uh, my number seven is Rocky Five. I don't care for anything with Tommy Gunn. Uh, rest in peace to the to the boxer that played him. The movie is atrociously stupid in terms of I don't understand why they had to take everything from him 
they pretty much threw him back in Philly as he lost all his money. I I I just feel where we left off in Rocky Four, and I have my feelings on Rocky Four, but it's still entertaining to get to where we got. Yeah, what'd you say, Leo? He saved America and prevented a war. He did. He did. He did. <laughs> and we get back to this with Rocky Five, and it's and it's funny. The same director of Rocky One directed Rocky Five. Who wrote Five? Uh, let me check real quick. I think it's Sly. But let me let me double check. Um, so then he's to blame for the story. Yeah, it, I don't. <laughs> so for people that don't know, John Avildsen is the director of Rocky Five, and Sylvester Stallone did write it. Uh, but the funny thing why? is about John Avildsen, the same year he also directed the Karate Kid Part Three, after he directed the Karate Kid Part One. So he directed two garbage sequels in the same year. Maybe he phoned wow. it in. I don't know anyone that likes Rocky Five. Rocky Five is. Boring. It's borderline unwatchable. It is yep. absolutely okay. awful. Uh, my number six. I I get this is all Jenny. My big fat Greek we- wedding too. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's not sequel? so good. Yeah, don't watch it. It's not very good. Leo, we saw it in theaters. I was so excited for it, and then we watched it, and I was like, "Ooh, it is no, it is the perfect example of." Do not wait 14 to 15 years yeah. for a fucking follow-up. It is boring. They try to use the same jokes that are very dated from the original. It is awful. It is absolutely awful, and I'm glad it made no money. Any thoughts, Jenny? Oh, you actually agreed with me, so that's no, good. No, I agreed. It wasn't. It wasn't. I had a lot of high hopes for it because I loved the first movie. Um, but yeah, this one was not. But actually, I didn't put this on my list. I probably should have. Oh, honorable mention. All right, go ahead, Jenny. That's my 10 through 6. Okay, my number 10 is Staying Alive. Um, I watched this movie a lot as a kid because, obviously, again, like I've said before, my Music's mother... Music's good. My mother, yes, music is really great. Uh, my mother's a big John Travolta fan, so, like, every John Travolta movie I have seen, either at home or in theaters. So, Staying Alive, obviously, I saw. Um, and, granted, I, I mean, I never made the connection as a kid that it was the sequel to, to Saturday Night Fever until much later. Um, for it's not a horrible movie, yes, but for the context, no, but for the context that it's supposed to be, Tony Manero like continuation yeah. and that whole storyline, it it does fail it. Um, overall, I mean, Sly Stallone, uh, directed this movie. He sure did. I think did. he wrote it actually. Also, um, so Sly has had some not so great. <laughs> If there's anything going through this list now, um, his brother Frank, that great song, song is so good though. Song is so that good. song is so good. And uh, he helped John Travolta train, so obviously that's why he's got that like sick body in the movie. It's called steroids. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but either way, so for what it, what it is, it's fine. So that's why it's also the lowest on my list because it's not a movie that like I absolutely like think just stinks. Like it's just lower. Uh, my number nine is The Hangover Part 2 oh, because yeah. I love The Hangover and The Hangover was so good and so funny that I don't think they needed – I get why they had to make sequels, I guess, because they wanted to keep it going, but it wasn't funny. Like, going to Thailand and, like, the whole story and trying to repeat the same thing. Like, just the jokes didn't fall the same way. Um, it's my, essentially the same movie. It's essentially, but, yeah. like, it just it just wasn't. Not good at all. And I didn't care about Stu getting married to this chick. And, no, like, neither did I. Just didn't. I thought he should have gotten married to Heather Graham. They set that up, and they did nothing yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, my number eight is Look Who's Talking Now. Oh, so, good one. Oh, 
<laughs> so as a kid, again, another one of these movies that used to be on TV all the time that I would watch over and over again between all three of these movies. Look Who's Talking, Look Who's Talking 2, Look Who's Talking Now. So obviously Look Who's Talking is good. Look Who's Talking 2 is better. And then now when they went to the talking dogs, it was just yeah, like, the <laughs> were they really talking dogs? They're talking dogs. <laughs> so not great. Um, so that's why that made my number eight. My number seven is Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous. <laughs> the best part of this movie is the Dolly Parton cameo in it, but that's about it. So I love Regina King. I love Sandra Bullock, but this movie was not good. And the first one was so good and funny. This one was just like a fail. And then my number six is Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blue. <laughs> And again, the first movie was really good and funny, and I've been trying to get David to watch it. Mm-mm. I think he'd appreciate it because it, it is funny, it's good, it's classic. But the second one was not good. Again, Re- Regina King was in this movie, and <laughs> I think she had, and actually, I just made that connection right now. Um, I think this is probably around the same year, so she's just doing these dumpy sequels in the meantime. But um, that was my number six. All right, uh, Leo, go ahead. Oh, man. So honorable mentions for movies that, like, so these sequels are, like, movies that kind of, like, either killed the franchise or, like, made you second-guess wanting to continue watching this franchise. Um, Home Alone 3. Oh, yeah, be, that movie sucks. Be, be Cool. Um, Batman and Robin. D- d- why'd you do that, Leo? Why'd you that do was, that? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was aimed at you. Uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park. And uh, Grease too. That's and the only reason it's not Leo on my list shots is because I still haven't I still haven't seen the movie, Teddy. So I can't put it on the list. You've never seen, I have never seen okay. it. Okay, we need to watch Grease too. Then you can't no. put it no, on our list if you actually haven't seen it. It can't be an honorable mention if you <laughs> haven't seen Grease too. Okay, I can I can't put it on the list? It's no. On the list. No, you can't. If you haven't seen it, you can only... David bashes it, but he saw it. You can only bash it if you I've see seen it. I've seen it many times, unfortunately. So, Leo, forget all the homework David gave you this week <laughs> and watch Grease 2. Don't watch Grease 2, I please. assure you that I think you'll enjoy it. I think Leo... I actually think Leo... Leo has a good soul. I think he will I guess appreciate I it. Exactly okay. why he will, will not enjoy it. He will. I actually think he will enjoy it. I think he will sort of be like, what am I watching? And then just be like, really give into it. And I think he'll dig it. And upon a second watch, he'll be singing the songs Wait, too. Yeah. I am not watching this movie. You may you may want to watch it after again, after you watch it oh, the first man. time. All right, Leo, go ahead. Bye. But my number 10 is Terminator 3, Rise of the Machine. Oh, oh yeah. Let's be honest. After the incredible ending of Judgment yeah. Day, <laughs> we I need, mean, no. bro. You didn't really need another one. We didn't need no. any of them after that. Like, a, 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 a lot like, it, it just I just didn't understand the reason for it. And then you see it, and it's like, this is terrible. And then Genesis afterwards, Salvation was, it was just. A I like guy. Dark Fate, if that helps. I like Dark. So it's funny. I, I like Dark Fate. I, I also like, I actually also enjoy um Salvation. No, Rise no, of no. Oh, Salvation but my number nine. It. All right, go ahead. <laughs> my number nine, exactly where it landed on David's list, is Teenage Mutant Ninja yes. Turtles three: Turtles in Time. How sad! That's man. to be a lot higher on your list. How? Yeah, no, yeah, especially yours, Leo. 
nah, man. But yeah, that's the. So I thought so too. But the rest of like, at least in this one, um, there was a little bit of a saving grace with the animated film that kind of made it up a little. Like if if the franchise had truly ended at this movie, uh, I probably would have hated it a little bit more. Um, but uh, there's still more trash above this. Uh, my number eight, Jason X. That movie's fun as shit, man. F that. It, it it completely so like again, I'm not a huge I'm not huge into like the franchise as it is, but like when I was trying to catch up on everything prior to Freddy vs. Jason, this movie made it feel like they took an iconic murderer and made him into like a just a cosmic joke. But remember, you know? this was around the time all these killers were in space. Yeah. I, I mean Freddy stayed on Earth, thankfully. And Michael. Uh, and my, but no, Jason X, I remember seeing, I remember being so afraid of watching anything with Jason, and then when I'm finally watching all these movies, and I'm like, what the hell did they do to him? Um, but yeah, my number seven, Rocky Five. Yes. For all the reasons David alluded to earlier, um, there was a, like, it just, the movie was more about Tommy the Machine Gun than it was, than it was around Rocky. Um, uh, like they, yeah, it just, it just, um, really bad movie uh number six uh star wars attack of the clones oh you went there i went there ah yeah i it just it was just uh, again it's like for, for like for all these franchises that had some iconic moments in them to have these low points really freaking sucked and uh yeah, attack of the clones for me was like probably the, the lowest of the star wars points but i put it as my number six all right right go ahead Number 10, I have X-Men The Last Stand. <clears throat> Number 9, that's where I have uh, Attack of the Clones. That, Like Leo said, that was just the lowest point in such a marvelous franchise. Number 8, Scream 4. It was the most unnecessary movie I've ever seen. Oh, man, I like uh, Scream 4. I, it was unnecessary. I thought we agreed on that. It was yeah. unnecessary, but I don't think it was bad. Like, Scream 3 is bad. Number uh, seven, Hangover Three. Oh, right. you went there. You thought you think that one's worse than two? They're both equally bad, yeah. honestly. But I just went for the third one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I think I'm with Ryan. It's like it's bad enough that you made an unnecessary sequel to one. Then you made an unnecessary sequel to an unnecessary sequel. Yeah, at least they knew to go back to Vegas for the third one. Yeah, true. And number six, Rocky Five, for the reasons you guys talked about. All right, so why don't you go five through two, Ryan? Number five, TMNT three. Yes. Just, yeah, just no to that entire movie. <laughs> um, number four, The Crystal Skull. Good man. Number three, Son of the Mask. <laughs> yes, that movie's terrible. Like I was such a huge fan of the first one, and when I heard about this one, and I was just actually a fan of Jamie Kennedy. Like I liked Malibu's Most Wanted, and I liked the Jamie Kennedy experience. So I'm like, all right, I can kind of see what they're doing. Then I watched the actual movie, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I cheated for my number two because it's Scary Movie three on. So anything three plus is my number two. I kind of <laughs> did the same man, thing for my I like number. That. I, like I kind of did the same thing for my number two, Rise. So we're on the same boat. All right, uh, that's my number two. All right, Leo, go ahead. I love that. Uh, and the only reason Son of the Mask is not because I saw Son of the Mask on a lot of people's lists. I never could bring myself to watch it, but it seems like it's trash, Rise. So I'm so bad. 
but my I number five. And no, me too, man. Jim Carrey, that was amazing. Uh, but my number five, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Damn, I'm the only one that really didn't <laughs> love yeah. that, really didn't hate it, dude. David's face is so sad right now. Well, I remember going to the movie theater being so. Imagine like it's exactly how like, the Star Wars fans were when you like are excited to finally see one in the movie theaters, like alongside everybody, and then you're like, "What the hell is this?" Um, have you seen it jump? since 2008? I have, I have. I saw it. So it, it was on TV a couple of times. Okay. And, like you would catch it. Um, so I seen it multiple times, but I just remember the disappointment I had in the movie theater because yeah, I had yeah, never yeah. seen Indiana Jones in the movie theaters. Um, and then we'll, I'll get, like, we'll get another chance, Leo. Yeah. Oh yeah, we will. We will. As long as Shia Buff is not in there, and so, there's nothing about aliens, we should be good. With the Shia Lassans coming with his last with last year's work, I'm actually okay if he's back if he's in it. I don't think he will be, but he's been yeah. Do- with the stuff he's been doing, I think I wouldn't mind that. So I think so I think you, the way you the way you speak about Pattinson and how his career took him into an indie role world where like that's where his niche is. I think maybe Shia should do that too um like stay away from transformer sequels um i think he's i think he's smart enough to stay away <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number four is a movie i know you have rewatched and enjoyed and i still loathe to the core of my being hmm. uh spider-man 3 oh yeah yeah it's oh. it's not as bad as as emo spider-man yeah it's not as bad as uh i originally I mean, I, I was I was already not too crazy about the French, like about about that that iteration as a whole with Toby, but Spider Man Three just took like one of Spider Man's most iconic villains and just like it was it was bad. They did use Sandman really well. That you know, it's funny. Out of everything, like that was possibly like the best part of the movie, and it could have done so much more. Like I think that actor did so well as Clint. Oh, uh, and it was like, damn! Everything else is like, so bad. Though. Yeah, I think Venom. this is this is um, <coughs> excuse me, this is studio interference. I think Raimi just wanted um, Sandman as the villain, which would have been awesome. So I, I don't think. even blame Raimi for this, and I mean because he, the fact that the movie for me it's okay, but the fact that it wasn't even Raimi's decision to have Venom in it is just it just shows studio interference at it again. Yeah. And it's funny, despite the fact that it did make a lot of money, as we prefaced in other episodes, it killed the franchise. If it kills the franchise, it's not a good sequel. But Batman and Robin is so great. It <laughs> killed the franchise! Uh, my, number, my number three is a movie that I guess Jenny really, really likes. <laughs> the next Karate Kid. That movie's so bad. Aww. That movie's such garbage. It is so, it's so cool. bad. You guys can't relate. You're not a girl. Oh, we can it's relate different. with bad movies. It's different. <laughs> yeah. I, well, like, for, so, for me, I think Jenny's explanation of why it did hit, it touched her so much was like a really good. I, I, I understand that. I saw it more as like a cash grab. I'm right. like, you're just, you're just using this title. This has like little to do with anything else. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you could make this movie. And just name it something different, and I'm like, and it would have been better. <laughs> like, I would have been like, cool if they just remade the first one, and she goes against someone from Cobra Kai. Yeah, it had nothing to do with any of that. I know, that's why that <laughs> it's just such nothing. garbage. Yeah, I, I remember being disappointed. I'm like, this has nothing to do with the other stuff. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, but by number two, uh, another one that just just broke my heart when it came out, because I liked part one so much, uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control. Leo! Oh, don't. It was not good, Jenny. 
<laughs> That's actually my number five. So if I'm next on this list, you are next. it works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like for me, like no, it was just like I remember how crazy one was, right? Keanu and Sandra oh, like, so at the top good. of their game. Like you're like these two are like amazing, and you figure like they could do anything together. And then they're reunited and they don't do anything together. No, (laughs) no. Well, because he didn't even like, was he even in the movie? It was just Jason Patrick, right? I think they just made a... On a boat. On a boat. boat. Yeah, yeah. This is actually, I will say this is probably the first film that I ever watched uh, with Willem Dafoe because he's the villain in the movie. And all I remember, the big scene in that movie that I remember the most isn't even all the damage with the boat and stuff. It's the fact that he's, like, putting these leeches on his body. Oh, my God. Which I don't remember what the whole point of that was, but that's – I'd have to rewatch. I haven't watched it in years. But, again, this is a movie that was always on TV for some reason. And so I would always watch it over and over and over again. And, like, this was, like, my first Willem Dafoe movie. And I'm just like, why is he putting these disgusting leeches on his body? Yeah, I remember, like, Speed 2, I remember, was, like, one of the movies that, like, made me think about, like, what happens in executive, like, meetings about movies. Where it's like, let's make a movie. Well, Speed was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Let's do the same thing. On a boat. On, on a boat. <laughs> like, no. There's no reason. Oh, man. All right. What's your number four, then? So, yeah. So, my number five was Speed 2 Cruise Control. My number four is Sex in the City 2. Because we didn't need a second Sex in the City movie. <laughs> um, and if we were going to have one, it didn't need to be the story that we got. Because this second one was just weak sauce. And while like it was great to see them all united again, I would have been perfectly fine with just having the one movie or just having a totally different, much stronger storyline. Uh, my number three is Mannequin 2 on the move. And so I love Mannequin. Mannequin is great. And if no one has seen it either, you should definitely watch Mannequin. It was our wedding song. Um, is from that movie and mannequin two on the move again another movie that was always i watched a lot of tv as a kid guys i'm an only child um (laughs) i had all this illegal cable and all these channels (laughs) i watched a lot of movies and this is where i got this so mannequin two is stars christy swanson i think this is probably a year before she did buffy the vampire slayer because i think this was 92 if i'm not wrong but um and william raglan who is from is it Fright Night? No. What's that scary? The Exorcist? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No. Bill, uh, who's the lead guy in... The one with Kristen Randon is the vampire? Fright Night. Yeah. So who's the main guy? The young guy? Um. Oh, my God. Him. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was in this movie. So anyway, it follows the same thing. She's a mannequin. Not a great movie. Uh, Terry Kaiser plays a villain. Um. Terrible. My number two really pisses me off so this movie (laughs) this movie has always and it still gets me angry to this day and i never like i i don't watch it i refuse to watch it whatever there was no need for a sequel you didn't need it dirty dancing havana nights oh good movie (laughs) to put on this okay why okay dirty dancing is an american classic it's It's all right no 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 
You only no, came no, to it a, late in life. This is an American classic. This is an American classic, okay? We didn't, first of all, we didn't need a sequel. And if we're going to get a sequel, then I want a continuation of Baby and Johnny's story. Something different. Maybe even like 20 years down the road where like we see their kids. I don't know. Something better. Okay? This, you take us back to the Cuban Revolution. First, you put us in Havana, Cuba. So I was mad excited at first to watch this because I was like, yes, I'm Cuban. Like, let's see what they, sh- what they show, whatever. You're taking this at the brink of the revolution. I think it basically 1959. was... 1959. Well, yeah. Okay, so 1959 in the late 50s. All right. And Diego Luna, who's Mexican, not Cuban. So we could have cast a Cuban actor, but, but I digress. <laughs> Plays basically Patrick Swayze's character with this white woman that's visiting Cuba because at the time, Americans were going to Cuba for vacations and they were rich, whatever, and this rich white girl and they fall in love and whatever. And he's basically teaching her how to like salsa dance and all this. No, we didn't need it. We didn't need it. And then if you're going to cast someone, cast a Cuban actor because there were plenty of Cuban actors then for this. So you can't tell me that Diego Luna is the only representation that you could have given us. And then the, the, the movie just sucked. It just was <laughs> bad. It was just so bad. And wow. there was no, like, real Cuban historical accuracy. And, like, it just, it's just bad. I hate this movie. I hate this movie so much. Damn, she must, wow. really, hate, she must really hate her number one then. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going to top this. Yeah. Like, I, I think out of all of us, I don't know if any of us have had that much hate. We just really don't um, like I, I, I do for number one. My number one. I, I do too for yeah. my number one. My number one. I have, a ve- <laughs> I have a lot to say for my number one. Uh, oh, my gosh. What's your number five, David? Yeah. So my number five is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, I enjoyed it. No, bad. Leo, I that bad, mov- but I enjoyed that it. That movie, let's just say Mortal Kombat 1 is not good. It's just we enjoy it. <laughs> But this one takes the shit fest to like a thousand. It has some of the, not even some, the worst CGI in a movie I have ever seen in my life. If you don't know how to use the CGI, don't use the CGI. You know what I mean? Just keep using practical effects. They replaced the character, the, the actors from the first one. They killed Johnny Cage off in the first what? Like, 10 minutes of the movie it is atrociously awful there is nothing endearing about it it's not a so bad it's good thing it's a so bad why does it why does it exist kind of feel (laughs) number four is the exorcist to the heretic i don't watch that that's bad that's bad you've seen it no no i remember i remember after watching one i had heard rumors that there's two and three and I was like, oh, F that. I'm not watching any of those things. But I, I heard I heard two was the direct pretty- it's to the point the director uh of Exorcist One has stated out that has stated that Exorcist Two is the worst sequel he's ever seen. Damn. It's it doesn't it half ass continues uh Linda Blair's Reagan's story from the first one. You have James Earl Jones dressed up as a giant bug. She plays what? She Blair, Linda Blair plays a regular Blair and uh, Reagan and a demon possessed version of Reagan in the same exact scene. She attempts to seduce a priest, and mind you, Reagan is only sixteen years old in this movie. The funny thing is that James Earl Jones did this movie and Star Wars in the same year. It's ironic that he did some of the worst garbage he's ever done 
and one of the best movies ever in the same year. Uh, yeah, so that's my number four. Number three, Jason Goes to Hell. Let me preface this. You mentioned Jason X, right? Right, Leo? Yeah. So, part one, the continuity in the, in the Friday the 13th franchise is already, you know, muddled as it is. Jason Goes to Hell is a completely different studio. New Line bought the rights from Paramount, so New Line pretty much is retconning the entire film, the entire franchise. So what are you doing? Your first movie? You kill Jason off in the first few minutes, and the only killers that play Jason are the people that eat his heart. That's Jason Goes to Hell in a nutshell. The only thing that is cool about Jason Goes to Hell is that they set up a sequel for Jason versus Freddy yeah, that sure. doesn't even come for another 10 years. So it's 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 a terrible film. The irony is that that is the only movie that the same person plays Freddy and Jason because Kane Hodder plays uh, Freddy when he grabs the mask at the end of the movie. Oh, oh wow. My number two is kind of cheating like Ryan did. Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> it is that is the worst. The first one's not a sequel, but we'll accept the first one as well. The worst trilogy <laughs> in the history of cinema. It is absolutely awful, 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 awful. I can say that, and I think I've said this when we've talked about our franchises, but it's been such a long time, so I repeat this. I think anyone, and I think Jenny, when we've talked about it back. And back months ago said that, you know, women read Fifty Shades of Grey because it was one of those types of novels, like erotic fiction or something like that. Well, yeah. So it's like um, fantasy, like romance fantasy. And so it was sort of a different, right? Like you always had romance novels that were like Harlequin, like your mom's Harlequins, which were not as graphic. Let's say like they were just very like sugar coated words, like burning loins and like things like that and then like 50 shades of gray sort of opened it up where it was a little more um not graphic graphic but like you know yeah yeah. it was more descriptive so here here's my two cents different and but the writing itself of the books isn't like david's passionate about how much he hates these movies i'm fine with these movies because they are exactly like the books in the sense that they're exactly what i expected the movies to be and they're you're just watching them Essentially, well, here, for the romance here, and the sex. Here's, You're here's, not watching it for any. For and here's my two. Here's an what, Oscar pick or something. And none of these, you know, I can enjoy garbage. You know, I enjoy Batman and Robin, but I'll, sure. I'll I'll preface this by saying I wanted Jen to say this because if women went there or men went there to fantasize about the sex they're having, they have some really shitty sex in their lives because the sex in these movies is awful there's no chemistry zero chemistry in any of these movies so in my head when i was reading these books right i had matthew bomber and alexis bladell playing the lead characters not dakota johnson and jamie dornan but i do like Um, dakota a lot so she's actually the best part they just didn't have good chemistry together they needed people that 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 had really good chemistry but by the description in the books like with the light eyes the brown hair that's who i actually pictured when i was reading the books like that would be a good casting choice but regardless the movies are garbage the last one is pretty much a 80 like a hundred minute to two hour infomercial about rich people taking vacations we as middle class will never have 
it's ridiculous. It's stupid. The choices made are stupid. The, like there's a Christian has a a helicopter accident, but he shows up like 20 minutes later <laughs> unharmed. Shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of here with this garbage. It's a shame that this, these movies made a fucking dime. And I guess I'll go into my number one. My number one is the worst horror sequel of all time. The worst sequel of all time. It destroyed a franchise. It has some of the worst retconning of all time. My favorite horror franchise is Halloween. Halloween Resurrection is the worst sequel of all time. Why? Halloween H2O ended the franchise perfectly. Jamie Lee, Laurie Schrode, axes Michael's heads off. The original score is playing. You hear the Laurie heavy breathing, which coincides with the original film with Michael escaping and you hear the heavy breathing and it just cuts cuts to black. What do they do? They say that it was a paramedic that that Michael killed and he put in his in his jumpsuit and mask and we're supposed to believe that really like that's how they get out of it to make a sequel. The worst part about it is the absolute worst part about it is is Buster Rhymes. <laughs> I Tyra Banks is in this too, right? Yeah, but she's not in it enough for me to care. So my, you're supposed to this menacing monster, this serial killer that you've turned for about seven movies at this point is this unstoppable force. You're gonna say Buster Rhymes is the immo- immovable object that's gonna take him down with karate films he used to see on TV. Get the fuck out of my face with that nonsense, <laughs> man! It is garbage. It is absolute garbage. It destroyed the franchise. I I watch Halloween every year. I watch the entire franchise. I even watch those hot garbage Rob Zombie movies, and I still don't watch Resurrection. It is garbage. It is an insult to the franchise and an insult to horror movies. And this is a a, a genre that has some garbage. But nothing touches Halloween Resurrection. Jenny, go ahead. What's your number one? Sounds like you really feel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I guess I was wrong about this like anger thing. <laughs> My number one is Alien 3. Yeah, Mandy! Oh, I know why! <laughs> it's so bad. It, no, it's... I think... I Are we going to go... Can we start off? I think you're going to say it anyway. Can we start off why it sucks? It just sucks. It just is really but, bad. But you, but you have to say why. Go ahead. Because it killed was... Newt! Why did he kill Newt? Oh, that oh, that pissed me off so much when I watched Alien 3. So, this was a bummer of a movie. This is more of a disappointment than anything. Yeah. Um, And I believe when I watched it, actually, I think I saw the, the extended version, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? Because this was Fincher. Well, they, David, the, the movie that came out was not David Fincher's vision. It's what the studio wanted. Right. So, I don't really count this as a David Fincher movie. But this was his, he did his, That's his this. debut. Yeah. Yeah. So, this movie was just disappointing as a whole. Um, yes, Sigourney is in it, but it's just not good. It does have a good scene with the initial, with the alien coming at her. It's, it's, it's a dope shot. It, there's she, a dope close-up yeah. scene yeah, with the well, alien right next to her face. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the best part of the movie, and that's it. Nothing else, except that one scene. Um, just It was just so disappointing to watch after Alien Aliens. And then, and then Alien 3, and it was just, like, such a difference. And then you go, 
Resurrection. Let's, yeah. Alien Resurrection was just not great either. I actually rather watch Resurrection than But I think it was a better three. movie than yeah. 3. They're, it's so bad. Um. So yeah, I, I realized I got more passionate about Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. <laughs> but Alien 3 doesn't make me as angry as much as it makes me more disappointed. It, it's crazy before we move on to Leo. Uh, but that was my number one. This is, this is David Fincher outside of Alien 3. Seven, The Game, Fight Club, Panic Room, Zodiac, Curious Case of, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Social Network, Girl with the Gra- Dragon Tattoo, and Gone Girl. Why would the studio say, "Nah, let's not make your movie. Let's make <laughs> let's make what we want." Well, and this guy is one of the best directors in the industry. To be fair, that was his first movie. Oh, so it, it when you look when you look at it now after knowing that filmography, you're like, "Whoa!" But it was his first movie, so oh, obviously just... he had to take some. So ridiculous! All right, Leo, go ahead. It wasn't. It wasn't as much hatred on this. I just remember that I just really didn't like it because of how ridiculous it sounded. But for the reasons that we went over with David earlier, Jaws: The Revenge, <laughs> I put as my number one. Um, I just remember like thinking, like you know, like after Part One, after 3D, um, like I just remember, wait, like now you're changing the anatomy and biology of sharks <laughs> and saying that it somehow knows how to track a human. Like I'm like this doesn't make sense at all, um, and I just like it just it yeah it just really just let me down, and I remember just like just I remember seeing like how ridiculous like it just made something that like because like Jaws one when we went over like the most like iconic summer blockbusters like Jaws one literally scared people from going to the beach, like. It changed yeah. a lot of like summer culture. This one did then, not scare people from going to the Bahamas. No. Just the Revenge was more like, I've been scared of a movie for no reason. This is ridiculous. Yep. What am I watching? Absolutely. All, yeah, right, all, right. all right, Ryan. I think we're going to get the Ryan versus Jenny show here, so <laughs> go ahead. Grease motherfucking two. <laughs> oh, this is really your worst movie, Ryan. Really? Yes. Look, because Grease 1 is my favorite musical of all time, and as a child, it was my favorite movie of all time. So when I finally saw Grease 2 as a young adult in my probably mid-20s, I finally saw it, I almost threw up in my mouth. (laughs) It is like, what? I was like, what am I watching? Like, I knew it was a different cast, but it wasn't the same feel you got watching Grease. It was, it was, and, Star power meant nothing to me as a child. It meant nothing to me watching Grease 2. So that star power argument you made earlier is kind of null. But I just Grease, from beginning to end, I just was bored out of my mind. Could not get behind any of the songs. They were not as catchy as a single song in Grease. The worst song in Grease is better than the best song in Grease 2. Mm, I disagree. But what would, you think, what would you say is the worst song in Grease 1? Um, ooh, I'm gonna get heat for this. Um, is it, is, it, is it hopelessly devoted to you? No, oh hell okay. no. Okay, no, it's say, um, I'm wondering. No, it's uh, what's um Rizzo's song? Um, worst things I can do. What? That's a good <laughs> movie. That's a good song. Either that or uh, Beauty School Dropout. Those are my what? two. What? Those are my two that I don't. <laughs> this is great, Ryan. <laughs> No, I would Those actually. Too. I would actually say my least favorite. Not that it was. A, I wouldn't say it's like not a great 
song, but my least favorite would be Hopelessly Devoted to You, only because, like, it's a slower song compared to, like, everything else that you sort of get used to. So, for me, it would be, like, one of the ones I would put down. But I did, like, I did, like, Rizzo's song. It's good. But But it slows it down. Better than any song in Grease 2. Nah, you gotta listen to Grease 2, though. Reproduction, cool writer, (laughs) let's do it for our country. Our country I listen wants to us it once to. and I'm good. Um, there's, there's just a lot. There's still very catchy songs. And the star power, more the star power comment I made before was that when Grease first came out, like you had John Travolta pretty, I would say, yeah, because Saturday Night Fever was 77, 76. I have to look that up again. But like he came off of Welcome Back, Cotter. He came off of that. Like he was the lead there. And that was a draw for a lot of people. And then, obviously, and, like, Michelle Pfeiffer, Maxwell Caulfield, and Grease 2, they were just starting out. Like, that wasn't, because I think she did this, did okay. she do this before Grease 2? Uh, before Scarface? Or oh, was Scarface the year, before? The year before? No, this is the year before Scarface. This is the year before Scarface. So, like, she was just still, like, coming up there. So, sort of that, like, John Travolta That's was fine. to draw in the beginning of the movie. But, right, us as kids, we didn't know. Like, we watched it, and the only reason I watched it the most was because I had seen Grease more than anything because of my mom. And because yeah, John Travolta it, it was, was in it. Was Grease 2 like released in like theaters? Was that like straight yeah. to video? It no. feels like it's straight to video. It went it felt, exactly, it felt like a straight to video. Like it felt like a shitty straight to video. I think it, <laughs> I think it made 15 million in the box office. So it was not much. The actual, the choreographer of Grease was the director of Grease 2. Um, we met her actually, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, David. I didn't say anything. I was the only one that had my Grease 2 VHS signed. Um, what an accomplishment. It is an accomplishment. No one else in this world. I bet you, I bet you that no one else in this world has a Grease 2 VHS signed by the director. I don't think anyone has a VHS of Grease 2. Okay, well. The director probably was surprised when he got asked for an autograph. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think she was. I think she was kind of like, but she's to, older. To Jenny's defense, that that was a sold-out screening. It was a sold-out screening at Alamo Draft House. Yeah. So there is an appreciation for it. Jenny's not alone. There really is I'm a not alone, following guys. for that movie. I am not alone. Even people on the wrestling podcast that I listen Jeffrey to. Jeffrey Dahmer had a good following, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. So that wraps it up. Great debate, guys. So that wraps it up for this week. Great debate. Great list. Uh, We'll see you next week, kids.